the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, we talk about this often. Misplaced compassion and unintended consequences. Yeah. Misplaced compassion. Unintended consequences. Uh, I really believe that many people on the left have good intentions. Certainly not all. Not everybody on the right has good intentions. But I believe that many people on the left have good intentions. They've just been brainwashed. And I, I say that not in a smart like way or even in a cynical way, but truthfully, they've just been brainwashed. And they honestly believe that this or that is the compassionate thing to do. In reality, it's the exact opposite of what should be done. And with misplaced compassion always comes unintended consequences. For instance, dealing with homelessness, okay? Dealing with homelessness. Can I give you a stark example of the left's misplaced compassion and unintended consequences? Portland, Oregon is one of the most left-leaning cities in America. Uh, they are. And as a result, we have seen a huge spike in crime, but also homelessness. In fact, take a look at large cities under Democrat control. Left, the control of the left. What will you find in common in all of them? All of them. A huge homeless problem. San Francisco, Los Angeles, Portland, Seattle, New York, Chicago. Just pick one. Just pick one. And in every one of those cities, the liberal left has said, well, we just we need to spend more money. We, we've, we've got to spend more money, and that's how we're going to deal with homelessness. I mean, you remember the story that I've covered a couple of times, what's going on in Los Angeles, where they're building housing for homeless people, little apartments, and these little apartments are coming out to over $700,000 apiece. 
And when it's all said and done, the homeless situation has not gotten better at all. Well, we just need to provide free housing for them. That's that's all they need. Uh, no. There are mental health issues. There are moral issues. But the liberal left never deals with those things. It's just well, we're just going we're going to spend more money or the compassionate thing is just let them do whatever they want to do wherever they want to do it. Well, that's what's been happening in Portland, Oregon. Uh, there is a big park area. I'm not familiar with this. I've been in Portland one time. But it's the Big Four Corners Natural Area. It's a large park area. I guess that at one time was absolutely beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was a gym. It was a it was a diamond in Portland, Oregon, the Big Four Corners Natural Area. Well, some homeless folks decided to take up residence. So they got make, makeshift tents and so forth. And uh, the local residents, the people around this park said, don't let them do that. They're going to ruin the park. Uh, they're going to ruin pop property values. Crime is going to go up. Drug use is going to go up. But the government of Portland, Oregon said, well, we can't remove them. That would not be compassionate. The compassionate thing to do is just let them stay. They're just trying to eke out a living. They're just trying to get along. Just leave them alone. That's the compassionate thing to do. Well, that's been going on now for a few years until the situation has gotten so bad. People in this homeless encampment are dying. Drug use is through the roof. Every night, gunshots, people being wounded, people being killed. And not only that, this beautiful park has been destroyed. So finally, after all of this misplaced compassion and unintended consequences, Portland City has said, okay, we're, we're going to clean it up. KATU, a TV station in Portland, Oregon, is reporting this. Quote, after years of unsanctioned camping, the city of Portland, Oregon has cleared the Big Four Corners natural area. KATU was there when cleanup crews pulled in two weeks ago and tracked the progress for days. So the TV station watched what was going on. Get this. City officials pulled out more than 150 stolen cars. Now, this was a beautiful park. They pulled out more than 150 stolen cars. I'm still quoting. Tons of trash and even live pigs. It was one of the most extensive camp cleanings in city's history, and the damage left behind is shocking. Uh, then the television station uh, interviews some of the neighbors who lived around this. Uh, one of them is a guy named Donnerberg, 
Quote, for years, Donnerberg has sounded the alarm about the tents, trash, stolen cars. He warned city, county, and state leaders about the chainsaws, explosions, gunshots at night. Donnerberg said they knew. And that's what makes his hike through the damage even more heartbreaking. Quote, I'd been around the periphery of this, and I hadn't been this deep in it before the advice of police. But I'm just amazed by the destruction in here. It's way worse than I thought, and I already thought it was really bad. Uh, The story goes on, and get this. For the conservationists, you know, the, the liberal left cares about the climate, right? The ecology. Quote, this is from the local TV station. We brought in a conservationist who says the damage is unfathomable. Massive trash piles, human waste, car parts, even live pigs kept as pets. Experts say it will take decades. Now, a decade is 10 years. More than one is 20 years. Experts say it will take decades to recover. We're talking about the environment. The environmental destruction of this, what once was a beautiful park, according to experts, is, again, I'm quoting, unfathomable. Uh, then the story goes on, talks about the uh, the bad effects on drinking water in the area because of the massive uh, waste and trash and human excrement and so forth. It will be years and years, really decades, to undo some of the damage, said a professional conservationist. Misplaced compassion unintended consequences. And another proof, whatever the liberal left touches, they destroy. If you look at major cities around America and the homeless crisis, you'll be hard-pressed to find any city in America under Democrat control where the homeless situation is better today than it was a year, two years, or even five years ago. Sad. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. All right. Uh, I usually try to choose stories that would be of interest to most of you. I have I have no idea whether this story will have interest to any of you except me. I found it fascinating. I I just find it fascinating. Now, let me let me set up this story that I find fascinating that. You may not. I, I don't know. I hope I hope you do. Have you ever been around people who just talk, 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 tal
Here's something I have observed through the years. Often, not always, not always, but often the people who talk the most know the least. They just got to talk. They got to be the authority. They got to know something. They got to know everything about everything. And they just got to talk, 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 talk. They have to, they, they, they just have to dominate the conversation. They just, they just have to dominate the conversation. Most of those people are terribly insecure. That's why they have to dominate the conversation. I have found that some of the wisest people I've ever known didn't talk a whole lot. They didn't need to. They thought carefully what they said. They chose their words carefully. They said what they needed to say, and that was it. They didn't need to impress anybody with their words, their conversation. They didn't need to impress anybody with their knowledge. They were secure, confident, and when they had something to say, they said it. I I told my three kids constantly when they were growing up, if you don't know what you're talking about, don't talk about it. Okay? If you have no idea what you're talking about, just be quiet. Don't talk about it. Because if you do, you're just going to show your own insecurity and you will probably show your own ignorance. (laughs) Now, some of you are saying, Bernie, you talk for a living. You have a daily talk show. You talk, 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 talk for two and a half hours every day. And on the weekend, you preach. Okay, point well taken. So why did I go through all of this? Someone at the New York Times, uh, this came out uh, a few days ago. I don't think a week ago, but a few days ago. Someone at the New York Times read the transcript of the questioning in the Supreme Court. There are several cases that have heard oral arguments, and you can get the transcript from the Supreme Court. The attorneys representing both sides of the issue will stand before the justices. They will make their case, and then the Supreme Court justices can ask questions. All right. Someone at the New York Times looked over the transcript and counted the words that have been uttered in questioning by the current Supreme Court justices in this current session. Okay? I just find this fascinating. Let's begin with Clarence Thomas. 96 words. He is known for being very quiet on the bench. When he asks a question, it is very pointed, it is very brief. And that's it. He is a man of few words. Now, he writes prolifically in uh, decisions. He uh, has often been the writer of the majority decisions, but he doesn't talk much. And that's okay. 96 words. That's it. Samuel Alito, 883 words. 
Brett Kavanaugh, 2,385 words. Neil Gorsuch, 2,657 words. John Roberts, the Chief Justice, 3,469 words. Elena Kagan, 4,025 words. Sonia Sotomayor, 4,409. Amy Coney Barrett, the second young or newest appointee to the Supreme Court, 4,475 words. There is one justice left, the newest, the woman who can't define what a woman is, Katanji Brown Jackson. She's the newbie. She's the freshman. She is the newest. She is the youngest. You ready for this? 11,003 words. Now, you would think that the newest member would just kind of sit back and kind of listen and, you know, get settled in. Way, way, way over twice any of the other justices and almost as much as the three most verbose justices. <clears throat> I, I, I don't know, but I think that tells me a lot. I could be wrong, but it would seem that she may be extremely insecure and she just wants to show everybody I'm on the Supreme Court. You better pay attention to me. Clarence Thomas, 96 words. Katanji Brown-Jackson, 11,000 words. I don't know about you, but I, I find that fascinating and revealing. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.